This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Perfect, perfect. Today we got a really, really short show today. Let me tell you this. This show is recorded. It's not live. I know you may feel like it's live, but it's not live. Still, I'm going to ask that you post where you're from in the comments and hit that like button. You know how we do. Make sure you definitely hit that like button. Today, we're going to talk about the bare minimum requirements you need to go into business as a photographer. The bare minimum, some things you got to have in order before you are ready to go and start to charge people. Corporate photography is very easy. It does not take a whole lot of craziness. I know you're used to looking at magazines and you're used to seeing some really high-end photography. There is a place for that, but to get started, you can keep it pretty simple. Really, really simple, actually. And today we're going to talk about the things you need to know before you start to go into business. First, you know what we got to do. One, you got to post where you're from. Two, I got to roll these graphics. So let's go ahead and do that. All right, let's go. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Perfect, perfect. If this is your first time on this channel right here, this channel was designed for content creators like yourself that want to turn their passion into profit. You want to learn how to make people look better using Photoshop and After Effects and all of that, this ain't the place to be. My name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer, the owner of Flash Film Media, which is one of Texas' most trusted video production companies. And today, 
We're going to talk about being a photographer. What is the bare minimum skill set you need to understand or have or possess to go into business? Now, a lot of this is based around your niche. And if you listen to this or you listen to areas and courses that I have offered, like module one, I punch you in the throat. I punch you in the throat talking about niche and why you need to make that decision before you make any other decisions. It's extremely important that you make that decision before you make other decisions because other decisions rely on you choosing which direction you want to go into. And if you don't know what direction that is, you could be wasting time and money and you don't want to do that. You don't want to have to go back and change all of your company's information, name, LLC, banking, all of that stuff, because you couldn't decide what direction you wanted to go into. So depending on what niche you go into will heavily determine what skill set you need to have. I'll give you an example. If you're doing headshots, it's a different skill set than if you're doing product photography. Before I get started, though, let's talk about our sponsor for today. Our sponsor for today is us. Now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about it. Let's talk about some of the things you need to understand. You need to have really good understanding, and we're not going to go in order, but we're just going to lay them out. You need to have really good understanding of composition. There's nothing that really ticks off a client than having the image looking wrong because of composition, because you're cutting off arms, legs, heads, a part of the product. I don't care what type of photography you do. Composition is something you need to be good at. You need to get good at. You may need to read books or take training to understand how to properly fill a frame. So many amateurs don't understand this. And this is something that before I was, I was professionally taught how to be a photographer, I didn't get. I didn't understand what type of composition did certain things in my image. I didn't understand how it could help or hurt the story or the point of view or where I wanted to direct the attention of my audience in my picture. I just thought comp I just thought that we take a pretty picture and hopefully we'll like it. But understanding composition, reading about composition, taking classes about composition really, really helped my ability to capture great images. And in the army, as a combat photographer, they teach you how to capture images using composition in real time. They teach you about that leading lines and things like that, things you need to know and understand to move forward and capture dynamic images live on the battlefield or during an event. And it's something that you need to learn about as well as practice. It will make your pictures look so much better. It's way more to it than just the leading lines or rules of thirds or nose room or head room. There's way more to it than that. And once you learn about composition, your videos and your images will take a leap forward. I can instantly tell when something's off, when I look at an image from someone and the composition is off, it almost drives me crazy. I got friends that take pictures of their cars and I'm like, bro, you're cutting off wheels. You're cutting off roofs. You're taking pictures of people and you're cutting them off in the wrong place. You're cutting off forehead lines and it don't work. It just, no matter how much color grading or editing or filters you add to it, because the composition is off, you're not doing a good job. It doesn't look good. Number two, the number two thing, and let me post this on the screen because I know people are going to be hitting me up about it. We're still running it. So everything I showed you, this applies. Number two, the number two thing is understanding the exposure triangle. What is the exposure triangle, Ty? 
It's understanding your f-stop, understanding your ISO, and understanding how these play with each other, right? You got f-stop, you got ISO. Why can't I think of the third one right now? That's just my brain right now. But understanding these things definitely help. Why can't I think? Um, oh, shutter speed. So understanding f-stop, ISO, and shutter speed definitely helps with your exposure triangle. Again, exposing is way more than just illuminating the person. It's understanding how lighting will help you tell your story visually with images. And not only that, if I'm working with the client and a shallow depth of field is needed, I understand how to achieve that using my exposure triangle. And I think a lot of people just, when they shoot an auto or they don't professionally learn how to take images, they take what the camera give them instead of creating within that camera. And that is the difference between being an amateur and a photographer. So understanding the exposure triangle helps you look at a situation differently. It helps you say, well, maybe a faster shutter speed works best to help capture action in the sports photography. Maybe a slower shutter speed helps me capture this moving car with the background blurry. Maybe a shallow depth of field helps me get my audience to focus on the eyes of my subject or my product. So understanding the exposure tree really, really helps you or understanding the, the exposure triangle really, really helps you create for the client and not just take what the camera gives you. A lot of people who want to be photographers do not understand the exposure triangle. They just put it in auto or try to illuminate or make sure that things are exposed and they take pictures. And let me touch on that for a minute, because one of the things, like I said, that I really, 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 when I became a professional and not an amateur, I stopped trying to just expose for the camera. I stopped falling in love with what the light meter was giving me because the light meter has one job and that's to make everything look like 18% gray. I started using my own knowledge and understanding of light in order to capture an image that helped tell the story that I want to tell based on the lighting that's there. And number three, the third thing, of course, is we're going to go into lighting. You need to know how to properly light a person or a subject at bare minimum with a three point lighting system. You need to understand how three-point lighting systems work and how to light a person with a key light, a field light, and a hair light. You need to understand how that works. You also need to properly understand how to light the background in addition to that. Now, as far as using practicals and bounce lights and diffusion and things like that, those are things you still need to practice and learn, but bare minimum, you need to understand the three-point lighting system. If you don't understand that, you're not going to be able to properly light things. And that is something that takes time to fully grasp and understand. As a amateur, I didn't know. I just brought in enough light where someone looks fine and my color meter would stop tripping. My color meter would shut up. My color meter would be happy and I would take the picture not understanding why I can't match the quality that I see in other places. So that is definitely number three. You want to make sure you understand 
the three-point lighting system and understanding light. Number four is understanding what lenses do what for your image. As a photographer, you want to know that an 85 will give you a different look than a 35 if you're working with people or products. I think a lot of people just buy glass thinking, oh, it's F1.8, it's F2.0, it's really fast, I should really enjoy it, it really works, yada, 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 and that's not always the case. Understand how your subject matter, how it reacts to your lens type and how that lens type can help you or hurt you. Wider lenses make faces look wider. You got somebody that's saying, make me look slimmer. You may want to shoot on a 100 millimeter over a 50 because it'll make that person look a little slimmer. But these are things you should know long before you decide to purchase glass, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are watching this with glass and never thought about that. You got the 100 or the 85 millimeter because you heard a lot about it on YouTube and guys have shown you some really good blown out backgrounds and you think that 85s are good for blowing out backgrounds. But you can really get that same level of bokeh or blew out background from a 50 millimeter with that same f-stop. So those are things you need to think about and be mindful of and learn about before you go into the photography industry. These are bare minimum skill sets you need to have to be successful in the industry. Now, now number five is I want to kind of go back to the exposure triangle and talk about shutter speed because it needs its own step in this bare minimum skill sets that you need. Shutter speed is extremely important with understanding how to tell a story, right? Certain things require really fast shutter speed. If I'm shooting sports, I need to probably shoot at one two thousandth of a second to capture sports. Sometimes we go up to one four thousand, maybe even one eight thousand if we're shooting pro level sports. That's why football fields have so much lighting is so that cameras can film at F22 and two thousand one two thousandths of a second and so that their video cameras don't have a super shallow depth of field and it's easier for them to focus on a football that's being thrown, you know, at a hundred miles an hour when they have the ability to capture and follow that football at F24, F20, F18. And, and they're not trying to, um, they're not trying to adjust for low or bad lighting conditions. So it's extremely important that you are aware of that and understand that depending on the niche that you are in. Last but not least, and the final step at making sure that you properly, you have the bare minimum it takes to go into the world of photography is you need to understand color, right? When I say understand color, I mean, you need to have the tools in place to properly um, capture color and replicate color. I don't care if you're doing skin tones or products, you need to have tools to make sure monitor is your monitor is calibrated and that your image is calibrated and that you have the correct white balance. So many people lose me within the first millisecond of a image or a video because white balance is not accurate because they don't understand light temperature. They don't understand what happens when you mix indoor and outdoor light. They don't understand those things and it shows immediately again, all of these things that I have named are things that clients will look at 
and not understand why they don't like your image. They just don't like your image, especially compared to other professionals. These are areas that I see all the time that disqualify people from even working alongside of me. And trust me, there's times where we hire second shooters and we bring people in and we get demo reels and I see these mistakes and I instantly disqualify you. Because if this was good enough to make your demo reel, what is your regular shooting like? What is your regular stuff like? I often say if people profile picture on Facebook is bad, all of their pictures are bad because that is what you choose to put forward. That is what you choose to use to represent yourself. If that's not its best, if, if your bride or groom don't look good on their wedding day, they just don't look good. It is what it is. If they didn't step out and put their best foot forward at that moment, they just don't have it. And that's cool. As long as you know what you're getting. So that's something to always think about. I'm going to ask that you guys post comments in the questions because I'm going to do a follow up video to this. And this, there's a reason this video is not live. All of my gold members are after hour today. We're going to have a special guest. Um, so in order for me to get to where that special guest is and have that person on and chop it up with them, I had to do a pre-recorded video. So this video is still recorded on the same day. It's just pre-recorded. It's not live. However, I'm going to ask, let me post this up so I, because I know I usually get messages. I'm going to ask that if you've learned anything in this video or you have questions, still post them in the comments because I will be answering comments live. Also, if you want to think about places where you can learn to improve on these, Look at lynda.com, which is now LinkedIn Learning. If you're going to do a Udemy course or go to courses like that's in other places to learn how to be better at photography, make sure they do well at explaining lighting. And not just people, when people think about lighting, they think about adding more lights and how to use light. Sometimes you need to know how to adjust your camera for the light you have. Sometimes it's not about just using light or just adding lights to the scenes. A lot of people don't know how to use the light they have. Street photographers are excellent at this. Street photographers are excellent at it. And let me give you another bonus thing I want to add on to this since we're talking about photography. One little bonus caveat, bare minimum that you need to do or know how to do or understand to go into photography. And that's how to use a flash properly. How to use a flash properly so many photographers i meet are natural light photographers because they never learn how to use a flash properly if you learn how to use a flash properly you will never call yourself a natural light photographer because natural light doesn't give you any better light than understanding how to control a flash i can replicate any type of natural light you can provide and some with a flash so i don't understand that's like people saying, I like a car that runs off natural power instead of gas power. That's because you don't know how to drive a gas car. There's no way you would take natural leg power over gas power unless you're complaining about gas prices. But as far as how they work and what they offer, it's not even close. It's not even close. Somebody who said they're a natural light photographer is telling me they don't want to carry gear or they don't understand how to use it, period. There's no way around it. Understanding how to use a flash and being good at it will help you with product photography, um, understanding how to capture skin tones, environmental photography, every type of photography you can think of can use additional light, every, every kind. So really good photographers who use flash can capture images in a way where you can't tell they're using flash. And that 
is when you are definitely a pro. All right, guys. With that being said, I said it was going to be a short video. I don't want to keep you guys long. I would like to hear your wins. Make sure you definitely post your wins in the comment section. Um, let me. I got, well, that's posted, so you know. I want to hear about your wins in the comment section. For those of you who are gold members who are going on the after hours, it's going to probably be about 7.30 before we get started. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a really dope after hours. If you're not a gold member, you still have some time to uh, become a gold member. Where's my gold member button? Boom, there you go. Go to gold.flashfilmacademy.com. Sign up and join us for the after hour because it's usually crazy. A lot of stuff we can't say or do on YouTube. A lot of conversations we can't have. And it's all good. It's life. You know what I'm saying? We just, you know, it is what it is. YouTube has its rules. But on my platform, I can say and do whatever I want. And if you think it's raw here, wait till you get to the after hour. All right. With that being said, I'm going to ask what I always ask. I'm going to ask for you to like, share, subscribe. Listen, just because it's recorded don't mean I don't want to see them wins. Post those wins in the comments below. I want to hear about those wins. I want to hear what you learned from this video. If you got resources or places where you're currently learning how to be a better photographer, post those below. There's a lot of people who want and need that information. In fact, that is what the community is for. The community is designed for you to share that information. We got a, a lot of guys that's taking their, um, getting their pilot license from the FAA, their drone license right now. And they're having a big powwow in the community. They're having live Zoom chats to test and quiz each other and study together so that they can all go and take their tests at the same time. Those are people you meet when you join the community, especially when you become a gold member. So it's important that you surround yourself with people going in the same direction as you. So you don't have to do it alone. That FAA test is very hard. It's not an easy test. That's why there's lots of tutorials and classes and courses sold to help people take that test. And if you got a group of friends that's also on that same journey, you guys can chop it up and bounce stuff off each other and, you know, test quiz each other to make sure that you pass that test the first time. And it's just fun to do when you got people who understand your world. The rest of your friends don't know nothing about it. However, you're trying to get that bag, and it's good to have people around you that's also trying to get that bag. So again, I'm going to ask y'all to hit that subscribe button, and I will definitely uh, see y'all in the next video. After hours, 7.30, let's do it. All right? Everybody else, be safe, and I will see you next week. Oh, also, link in the description, all our shorts. This is the last week our shorts will be on this channel. They're moving to our shorts channel. Make sure you check that out. If you're listening to the podcast, please go ahead and leave me a good review. All right. Be safe. Y'all. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.